there, and welcome once again to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. It's great to be back on the air with you today on the program. We're going to take we're going to take a look at um, tough topic, tough topic, but I think one that we really should address. I've talked about it before, and it's the it's really the type of topic I think that needs to be addressed continuously because it's it's so easy, it, it's so common, but yet it's so easy to lose sight of the value of suffering. So yes, today we're going to talk about a little bit about the idea of suffering and the more important than what you are suffering, right? Like the 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 value of suffering is not dependent upon the severity of of suffering. The value of suffering is dependent on your will and your 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 desire to offer up that suffering or unite that suffering with the suffering of Christ as an as a way of growing close to him and as a way of making an offering to the father in conjunction with the suffering of Christ so in other words you could have um, what may look like minor suffering in your life some inconvenience or maybe a, a fear of uh, call it the fear of, of a disease or something so you, you could be suffering mentally because you think you might have a disease and somebody could have the actual disease and might not be suffering as much. You know what I mean? Or or might have a serious disease. Somebody could not have cancer and offer up that suffering. And and I know this sounds a little crazy, but I, I, I really think I really think that this is a point we need to, to look at today. Somebody could could not have cancer but be afraid that they are and yet offer up that suffering and and give it to the Lord and somebody who could have cancer could not be offering up the suffering or it might be um, failing to embrace that suffering, right? Or running away from it, not wanting to carry their cross. And yet, so therefore the value of their suffering wouldn't be as great as the person who offers up their suffering with all their heart. Really what I'm getting at, it's all in the will, is that it's all in the will. That's 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 a concept that I feel the Lord wants me to drive home today. It's it's not an easy topic. Anytime you, you, you start to talk about suffering, it it could go negative in a hurry, but we're not going to go negative because I think this is a positive thing. And if you just hear me out, if we just hang out together and chat about this, I'm really believing that this could bring you some comfort today. So I am glad you're with me on the program. Hope you got a chance to catch me on Catholic Answers Live yesterday. Uh, if not, the podcast is available I talked about my latest book, Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. And this, this topic kind of goes goes along with that. You know, how do we find peace uh, even in the midst of the trials and tribulations of life? I'd share, go to share a story with you today from earlier today, something that happened to me, sort of unexpected. Well, absolutely unexpected, but it was an opportunity to offer up some suffering. So I'll share that with you as well. Let's turn to our Father in Heaven right now, and let's begin this show in prayer, okay? Recognizing that we are in His presence as well as the presence of His Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. So let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Father in Heaven, thank you so much for your presence with us today. Father, you know, it's really a privilege and a gift that you are here for us and, and willing to hear what we need. You know, you you want to help us with our needs. You want to help us with the 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 struggles of life sometimes we we forget that or we don't understand it or we don't want to bother you any number of things but yet when we do that it honors you when when we trust you with our problems especially if they're pretty serious it really uh it really pleases you and it gives you a lot of uh 
a great deal of honor and glory because we're trusting you so much to handle these these difficult problems, uh, especially when they are problems that are really burdening us. So with that in my Father, we turn to you. We lift up all of our problems. We ask you to take them from us, the things that we're trying to, to solve on our own. We can't do it on our, on our own, and that's why we become so stressed out. So Father, we turn these problems over to you. We ask you to answer them in the best way possible, in the best, uh, in, in, in according to your timetable. And I also ask you, Father, to give me the words for today's program. Give me the words so that I can deliver your message today and not my own message. And please open all of our hearts and minds so that we could be receptive to the message you have and willingness, the willingness to put it into practice. Father, we ask these things in the name of Jesus, your Son, and our Lord who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, Father. I mean, <laughs> I'm done with the Father. Now I'm talking to you. Um, thank you for, for praying with me. Thanks for hanging out with me. All right. First thing first, I got to take a sip of my beverage du jour. That today, I'm not going to ask you to guess because you're not going to guess. This is some lemon-flavored iced tea. Now, very tasty. This is very good, very refreshing. Um, my throat's a little dry today. It's it's sort of it's a weird kind of day. It's overcast, cloudy. Had a little bit of rain earlier, but uh, it's not raining at the moment. But just uh, the the allergies are kicking in a little bit, especially when I have to do this show. I need to make sure that uh, my my throat is not parched. So that's why I got my iced tea here. I hope you have a snack and a beverage and you're ready to get started. Uh, this is not going to be a bad show today, I, I promise you. Um, I, I I forget who I was talking with this about. It might have been Teresa Tamio on Catholic Connection last week, I think it was. The idea of carrying the cross. And I, I, I'm going to make some points today about that. This is not a, a lecture that you need to just grit your teeth and pick up your cross and learn to suffer because that's the Christian way. That's not God's plan. That is not God's plan. And I think that we need to hear more of this. Is it God's plan that we suffer? Yeah. That's part of I mean it, let me let me clarify about this. Is it God's plan that suffering is a part of life? Well, it wasn't his fault that suffering entered into into the world. But he allows it to happen. So any suffering. Now, you know, this is tricky, so I have to be careful. So please bear with me and and uh, don't shoot the messenger. This is really a good news story. Suffering is part of life. So whether you're a Christian or whether you're not a Christian, suffering is a part of life because of original sin and free will and the the choice of individuals to do good or evil. It is possible. Well, it, suffering is a part of the world. So every one of us, whether we're followers of Christ or not, we're going to have to endure suffering in this life. This is not heaven. This is not a perfect world. However, when we learn to follow Christ and embrace our cross and offer up our suffering, it's possible to actually find joy in suffering. And it's crazy, it doesn't sound logical, but that's the paradox of Christianity. It doesn't make sense in the eyes of the world. And and I am learning more and more, the older I get, the more I try to follow Jesus, the more I read his words in Scripture, the more I listen to the teachings of the saints, and, uh, and, and, and of the church, the more obvious it becomes to me that it is possible 
to carry a cross, to deal with suffering, which God allows to happen. He's all-powerful, and he's all-loving. So if something, if a cross could not help you in some way, he would stop it from happening. Every cross that he allows to enter into our lives can somehow help us in our quest to reach our final destination of heaven. That does not mean he wills evil. That doesn't mean he wills sickness or death. That's part of the consequences of original sin. Those are part of the consequences of original sin. But if there is any suffering in your life that cannot help you to reach your final destination of heaven, then God will not allow it to happen because he can control suffering. And again, it's it's a little complicated. It's like, well, if he if he doesn't will it, why does he allow it to happen? Well, oftentimes it's because of a free will, and because of the the effects of original sin. But here's the deal: he can work with that suffering, and not only bring you peace, but enable that suffering to be used to save souls, not just yours, but the souls of of other people. When it gets united with the the, the suffering of Jesus. So so that's what I want the focus to be on today. And, and so that's the good news. The good news, you can find joy in suffering. And the secret is to go along with it and not try to fight it and not try to run away from it. Now, obviously, if there's a way to alleviate your suffering, either through prayer or through actions, God wouldn't stop you from doing that. You know, because... Sometimes if we pray for our suffering to end, maybe through an illness and pray for that illness to to go away, pray for healing to take place, by God granting that healing, he doesn't always, but when he does, it it can absolutely help our faith. You know, you pray for a miracle, you see a miracle. For most people, that's going to affect their faith in a positive way. But why does God do it sometimes and not do it other times? Well, that's the mystery of God. That's never something we're going to figure out. But, uh, but I want to I share something with you from the gospel from today's Daily Mass. And then, I'm gonna, then I have a quote from St. Therese of Lisieux. Um, that's a pretty amazing quote. And all this has to do with suffering and, uh, and the act of the will. See, that's what's important about this. Choosing to accept our suffering. It, you know, it, it's not easy to do. But doing so will result in the peace and the joy and the happiness that we are looking for. And, and just, you know, we'll talk more about it. Just want to mention a couple of things. Um, again, I, I mentioned earlier at the start of the show, Catholic Answers Live. I did an hour with Cy Kellett yesterday talking about my latest book, Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. If you're interested in checking out the podcast, you can, you can go to the catholic.com website, which is Catholic Answers website. And they have a link to the various podcasts from their, their radio shows. Um, you can also download the podcast from, your, from your, your typical podcast outlets, the Catholic Answers Live podcast. I was in the first hour. It's also on YouTube. It's me and Tim Staples. He was on the, in the second hour of the program, but I was the, the first hour. So just do a search for my name, Gary Zimak, Z-I-M-A-K, on uh, YouTube, and you'll find it there. Okay, so we got the book, we got Catholic Answers Live. Tomorrow night, well, tomorrow I have two radio radio appearances. Tomorrow morning, we're going to be kicking off a, um, a nine-week, I think we might do ten-week series on um, my latest book, Give Up, uh, 
my latest book, Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. It's a it's a multi-week series. Each week we're going to cover one of the chapters in the book. There's nine chapters, but then there's also a conclusion. So I think we'll we'll do a week on that. Um that's six thirty five AM Eastern time on EWTN radio on the Sunrise Morning Show. That's Wednesday. Wednesday evening at seven twenty. I am doing a segment on the Busted Halo Show on the Catholic Channel, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. We will also be talking about my my book, Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. So you, you'll, you can hear the book mentioned on both of those shows uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, September the 29th. And let's see, what else do we got? Uh, I think that's pretty much it, other than the fact that if you want to go to my website to find out more about my work, to check out the book, or to sign up for my daily email reflection, Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled, you can just simply go to my website, which is followingthetruth.com. And uh, if you have any questions about anything we discuss, Gary at followingthetruth.com is my email address. Okay, took a sip of my iced tea in case you didn't notice. So in trying to come up with the inspiration for today's show, I, I looked at the gospel from today's daily mass. I heard it proclaimed at mass, and I th- I said, you know, I got to key in on this fact. And this is this is something I remember hearing this gospel one time. I was on a retreat, and the priest talked about this one particular aspect of this gospel, and it always stuck. It stuck with me. It 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 sort of just hit me over the head like a sledgehammer the day I first heard it, and it stuck with me uh, through all the years since I first heard it. So let me read the gospel, and then I'm going to share the point I want to make, and then we'll talk a little bit about this idea of accepting suffering. It's Luke chapter 9, verses 51 through 56. When the days for Jesus to be taken up were fulfilled, he resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. So I'll just stop it right here because this is the point that really got me. This idea of resolutely turning, determined to journey to Jerusalem, uh, this is a powerful statement because he was headed to Jerusalem to die on the cross. So it's almost as if, and if you, you try to picture this, I talk sometimes about pivoting. We have to pivot when, we, when we're staring at our problems, we have to pivot and face the Lord in order to, to, to experience peace in life. Well, it's almost as if by this statement, Jesus was, was pivoting. He was turning resolutely, deliberately, consciously turning toward death, toward Jerusalem, which would ultimately result in his death, which was part of the Father's plan for his life. So, the Lord, by doing this, this wasn't easy. You know, he was human too. He was human, but also divine. But he could feel pain. And he knew what was coming his way. He knew the agonizing pain that he was going to feel. But he deliberately, consciously, resolutely was determined to head in that direction of Jerusalem, to die on the cross, fulfilling the Father's will, and redeeming you and me. And that is a powerful, powerful statement. And um, that's all I want to read from the gospel, because that's the the point that I want to make today. This idea of Jesus accepting the Father's will for his life, 
even though it involved suffering. Now, you and I, there is uh, we, we, there are two kinds of suffering. There is suffering that we can voluntarily undergo, you know, if I want to. And it's one of the beautiful things about the, the Catholic teaching of redemptive suffering. That means that I can take my suffering, any suffering that I experience, and offer it up. And what, what that means when we say offer it up, it means we unite our suffering with the suffering of Jesus. So we, we mix it in with his suffering. And the reason we could do that is because we are part of the mystical body of Christ. Once we're baptized, we're incorporated into this body of Christ, the church, right? And we have the 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 honor and the great privilege of taking what suffering we experience it and offering it up and saying, all right, Lord Jesus, we're going to mix this in with your suffering as you present it to the Father for the redemption of mankind. So our our suffering, even if it's little, can be used to help save souls. And it's an incredible gift. It's one that is very hard to understand, but it's one that is is, is very important to at least, you know, you might not comprehend how it works. And that's, that's the way it is with so much of, of God and the way he operates. We can't fully comprehend how prayer works, how grace works. But we can understand it. We know that when we pray, something happens. We know that when we receive a sacrament and grace flows from the sacrament, that something happens. The sacrament does something. We know that when we offer up our suffering, God can use it. The mechanics, the ins and outs of how it works, that's not for us to try to figure out. We don't need to figure that out. You know, I could start my car up. I don't need to know how the engine works. But we can either voluntarily choose to suffer, sort of like we do for Lent, we'll give up something, or on, on Fridays we'll abstain from eating meat, or you know, if you want to supplement your prayer by doing a little fasting, you can uh, forego the, the cream in your coffee or something like that and offer that, that suffering up, because that is suffering. It might not be major suffering, but it's, it's definitely suffering, the same as a traffic jam or... Days when you have some aches and pains or you're tired or you're listening to a boring uh, presentation in work. You know, the, all these things can be offered up as suffering. And we really shouldn't waste the opportunity because it's a great chance to turn, uh, you know, our ordinary experiences, our or- ordinary circumstances of life into prayer. Now, to give you an idea, I mentioned I was going to tell you something that happened today. So uh, Eileen and I went to Mass today. We went to, we went to daily Mass as we, as we do every day. And we got home and we, uh, we, I had to move one of our other, we, we, we have two cars. So I, I moved, we got home with the one car and I had to move the other one. We'll make a long story short, we had a dead battery. And I had a lot of work to do today. So I knew this wasn't going to be, I knew this wasn't going to be fun. And, you know, but I, I didn't, I thought it would be a little more fun than it was because what happened was we called AAA roadside assistance. They were, they've always been good in the past. I figured the battery was dead and we would have to get the battery replaced. And they're, they're good. They have the mobile unit. They come out and they replace the battery. Well, the guy gets here about a half an hour later, which is good. And, um, he checks it out. Really nice guy. He was very helpful. It, um, I heard some rumbles of thunder, so I thought we were going to have some sun, thunderstorms, but it started to rain a little bit, but then it stopped. So we lucked out there. And then 
he looked at the battery and he said, um, unfortunately, we don't carry this kind of battery. I didn't think it was that complicated, but it's something that they, they didn't carry. He got the car started by giving it a jump. And then I had to make a decision. What do I do now? Do I have them come out to do another call when I'm ready to take it to the, um, put in another service call when I'm ready to take it into the dealership to get a, a new battery? So um, we we decided to just leave it running. I called the car dealer, and fortunately, thanks be to God, uh, they were able to take me today. So I drove the car over there. Eileen was behind me, and they were busy, but they squeezed me in, and, and I was just so grateful. But on the way over, as we were, as I was driving over, I thought, you know, Lord, there's a lot of things I had planned today, but I'm going to offer up this suffering. You know, I, I, I often forget to do this, but I'm trying to become more aware of it, especially when I heard this gospel today, and make that conscious decision to offer up my suffering. And I said, please use it. United with the suffering of Jesus, and please use it. Turned out the, um, the car was ready quicker than I expected. Which is, which is great, but, you know, the value of offering that suffering, it was still there. You know, you can offer up your suffering, and, and you might be suffering greatly from what somebody else, this is what I start, said at the start of the show, from what somebody else might look at as a minor problem. Maybe you have to give a presentation in work or in school, and you absolutely hate public speaking. You know, somebody else has to do the same thing. They don't mind it. It's not suffering for them. Or somebody else might be suffering from, you know, a serious illness. And you might be more terrified and suffering more from public speaking than somebody else will be suffering from a serious illness or chemotherapy or something. Really, it depends. Like, we, we can look at suffering objectively and say that, well, my suffering isn't that big of a deal. But it's really, that's in, in, that's really depends on the individual. Some people suffer greatly from relatively minor episodes of suffering. So the point is, is you can offer it up. You can make that conscious decision just like Jesus did. And when you're doing that, see, when you're doing that, when you are accepting the suffering that comes your way. Now, of course, it is okay to pray for an end to your suffering or to do something about it. If you're standing outside and the rain's pouring down on your head, it is okay to alleviate your suffering by, by getting an umbrella. You know, you don't want to turn this into a, um, you don't want to have some sort of a martyr complex that you, you always are determined to suffer. You know, God wants you to be happy too. We, we have to remember that because of the fact that an excessive desire to suffer can sometimes be a sign of pride. You know, that's something to consider. But if you if you pray about it and you can't get rid of the suffering, um, then, you know, then, then we can conclude that this is God's will for me at this time. I prayed about it, so maybe he's going to take it away at some point in the future, but right now I can't get rid of it. It's not going away. So, okay, Lord, I guess you want me to go through this. Again, not always his his will, his permissive will, his um, ordained will, I think it's called, where he wills something to happen. Sometimes he just permits it. You know, somebody does something to you, offends you in some way, or um, something um, something happens to you, such as a sickness. God is not causing that to happen, but he, but he's allowing it to happen, right? 
then you can embrace that suffering and it can have great power and be a very effective prayer if you embrace it and choose. Like, I can't control the suffering, but I can control how I respond to it. And you're going to find more peace by going along with suffering that you can't escape because it's God with God's will than if you fight against it and cry out and try to run away from it. That's going to cause you great stress. Now, before, before we end, I want to read this quote from St. Therese of Lisieux. This is from a, a booklet called Joy in Suffering. I know that sounds like a crazy topic, but this is, this is a good little book. But she said this, Our Lord does not look so much at the greatness of our actions, nor even at their difficulty, but at the love with which we do them. So when applied to offering up your suffering, if no matter how severe, how minor, whatever it is you're going through is, if you have a great desire to offer up that suffering so that you can grow closer to Jesus and help him with his redemptive work, right? Your desire can have great, great effect because of your desire. And that's all in the will. It's not so much the suffering, the degree of the suffering that you're undergoing. It's the degree of the love with which you decide to accept that suffering. You know, it's desire, it's the will, and that's what Jesus did. Jesus had in his mind a great desire to always do the will of the Father, even when it involved dying on the cross. And when we live like that, right, when we live like that with that desire, we're going to have great peace. Why? Because we are doing God's will. And there's always greatest, the greatest peace you can ever find is in by following God's will. And, and oftentimes when we try to reject that suffering, we drive ourselves crazy and we cause ourselves more grief. So keep that in mind. If you are suffering today, I, I pray that this brings you some relief, brings you some comfort. It doesn't always take the pain away, but it might take a lot of the mental pain away. And you, you might not you might not get a relief get any relief from your pain, but you might have great relief from your mental stress and anxiety. If you have questions, and I realize this is a this is a tough topic, it's not an easy it's not an easy sell to present this, but let's look at it objectively. Suffering is inescapable. We all are going to suffer in this world. You know, and you don't have to focus strictly on the pain involved with the suffering and the crosses that you'll be carrying. What we should focus on is the peace that comes from, car- from willingly choosing to carry these crosses, that supernatural peace that comes from the Lord. And I think if we do that, then all of a sudden the cross is going to become a lot less frightening. But if you have questions, Gary at followingthetruth.com is my email address. Don't forget, Sunrise Morning Show tomorrow. And also, um, Busted Halo Show tomorrow evening. God bless you. Have a wonderful night. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.